This is the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk their favorite sports, baseball and hockey. Welcome one, welcome all to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk about their favorite uh, Big Stick Energy sports in Philadelphia, as well as around the league. We we talk baseball, hockey, a little bit of Phillies and Flyers love, but boy, when we take that swing around the, the leagues and shit, I, I really don't like what I'm doing right now. All right, well, we're going to go with it. Oh, Hi, how you doing, everyone? Nice <laughs> <laughs> save, Lich. I'm Jim Coleman, uh, your, nor- your, your host as usual. Uh, joining me is... Eric Rayer. It's me, your favorite host. And Joe Neary. Hey, happy holidays. It's not the holidays yet. We it's know. the holiday season, bitch. Okay? Yeah, Don't you do so yeah. critical. Where's Festivus? I need to I need to air some grievances. <laughs> I'm not Festivus. I'm happy about this. And I hope you have I, I don't think I don't think Joe's see. seen the Seinfeld. No, you haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen Seinfeld. So oh. Festivus for the rest of us. Oh. But anyhow, we are a sports <laughs> podcast and we are getting into the nitty gritty this week. However, I will ask my two co hosts, how was your week so far? Um let's see. It's been an interesting one. I've uh, been getting over a little cold that started last week. was the peak of it, but it's been a uh, sinuses have been killing me. It's been a shitty. It's been a weird. Uh, it's been a weird weather pattern because it was warm as balls today, and now it's supposed mm. to snow tomorrow. My balls sit around like ninety some degrees. I don't know how uh, <laughs> if yours are like sixty degrees. Ninety but degrees, really? Those are some hot well, tamales. That's your body temperature, so. 98.7 balls are, but they're like hanging, bro, aren't they? Yeah, no that's way. why, I, well, 98, I gave him like an 8 degree ratio there. Oh, you said 90 degrees. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, you know what, now that I talk it out, it kind of makes sense. I'm glad that your balls are nice and warm, but, uh... I just never thought about that. I... <laughs> yeah, so that's been okay. I've been, We're uh... a biology podcast. Sorry. What else? <laughs> it's okay. What else have I done? Um, just been hanging out, chilling. Getting ready for Christmas. No, I haven't. I mean, it's the same. Star Wars comes out next week, boys. Guys, it's like 15 days away. We don't have to, like, get ready. No, Star Wars is next Thursday. Well, I know that. It's the holiday season, man. What are you being a Scrooge for? I'm not being a Scrooge. I'm just saying, like, we got a whole entire week for all that shit. We don't got to celebrate it every day. Jim. Have you seen the Fairly Odd Parents episode where there's Christmas every day? Have you seen the freaking Duckling episode or whatever? The The Duckling? Yeah, the the Daffy Ducks kids, and they have Christmas every day, and they're like, this is terrible, you know? Exactly. Yeah, okay. But you got to spread the Christmas (laughs) joy. I think think your argument kind of. No, no. I'm spreading Christmas joy. I spread joy every day. Jim, I don't know. I'm a positive thinker. You're just kind of shooting down our Christmas spirit out here. I don't know. You know what? I forgot. I'm it was only Christmas. getting socks. I forgot so. it was Christmas until you guys mentioned it. <laughs> holiday spirit. Um, there's all kinds of holidays. Well, yes, there's multiple holidays. Some yes. we might have a Jewish listener, or two. Or happy or Hanukkah. Muslim, or, yeah. Atheist. Or, uh, Kwanzaa. <laughs> whatever. Happy atheism. Um, happy atheism. <laughs> happy atheism day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy my, eat Chinese food and go to the movies day. It's like. 
I think that's I would do that shit like I celebrate Christmas and I would fucking go to the movies and eat Chinese food on Christmas that sounds pretty hot I don't know about you guys I do that a lot normally without the Chinese food though I do like Chinese food and movies sir. not a sponsor anyway <laughs> of all Chinese food we're sponsored by Chinese food <laughs> <laughs> just all of it <laughs> general so sesame chicken all of it yeah, we're just sponsored by the entirety of the Chinese cuisine rice. Um, yeah, my week's, been, even my week's like, been solid, though. It's not even like Chinese, Chinese food. It's How about you, Jim? We're going to get on top of it. My that. week's been pretty good. I actually may be accepting a job tomorrow, so we'll be we'll see what's going on there. Yeah. What club? There you go. What club? Yeah. You're, what do you mean? I like to think that you're an avid erotic dancer, so I was what? wondering what uh, job were you were okay. accepting the, so I can make, um, make my pass by. I'm not making any uh, assumptions yet. I still got to accept the job and uh, all that. You still didn't answer my question if you're working at a club. A I'm not club. working at a club. I told you I'm not answering that question because I'm not currently an employee there, so I cannot say I'm going He's to accept the job. an Instagram influencer. Is what yes, I am. Jim's anyway. just like taking pictures. He's like, um, he's like, yeah, he's like looking at his other than that, and my, saying, uh, like, thinking my, about life. My Atlanta Falcons <laughs> won on uh, Sunday, thoroughly pissing me off because they need a good draft pick. So I was kind of hoping they would have lost and all that. But oh. you know, it was at least it was against a division rival. Speaking so. of football, boys, the nothing happened last night. So Joe, how was your no the <laughs> no Joe? You can jump right into this before we hear the. Philadelphia Eagles, Ext- oh, that was gross. Extended. <laughs> what orifice did that come out of? <laughs> I think my nip. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles extended their playoff hopes. The three of us watched together. We had a shit ton of DiGiorno pizza and wings. <laughs> Stuff crossed. It was great. Uh, and the Eagles came back against a two-win team <laughs> to extend the season, but. I want to put it out there for everyone to know because I tweeted about this. I made a bet with Big Jimbo over here. Yeah, I'm going to win this bet. Jim's super confident. I literally don't lose anything out of this. Jim. Yeah, you do. You have to pay money. I have to pay like 30 bucks. Okay. You have to pay 90. You have to pay 90. No, I don't. I'm not going to have the official on field. You're right. I'm going to get it off of I'm buying him a peewee. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. We made sure to fix that. Okay, hold on. Not no replica bullshit. The. It's it's going to be from China. It's going to spell. Be completely spelled wrong. If the Eagles win, don't win the Super Bowl. They just have to make the Super Bowl this year. Jim has to buy me a Zach Ertz jersey. Okay. I will do that. If the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl, which they won't. Yeah, I was sh- I'm gonna shit my pants if they do. If I get a jersey, gonna lose next week and the week after that, and then completely fall off the table. We'll see. Gonna Jim. happen. Jim's gonna start getting real tight once they're in the playoffs. I'm not gonna give a shit. I know they're gonna lose. Oh man, I, I'm, gonna be, I'm, playoffs, I'm gonna be the optimistic one here, and I'm getting a free jersey out of this because I'm back in, baby. I'm locked in again. Can't wait till you cry next week. Probably, <laughs> but we're gonna. Um, all right, but before Jim's just spreading the holidays. Before that, Jah. Joe, yeah. how's your week? Oh, my week. It was good. I was doing some holiday activities with the family, you know. That uh, was a hateful look you gave Spread and joy, yeah. <laughs> spread and joy to all. 
Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to not spread like joy. We've painted over the course of our podcasting life, Jim, as a hateful. Uh, he hates people without legs. He <laughs> hates people who can't read, and he hates the holidays. You are a terrible human being to the people. I'm who okay listen. with that. You're getting there, Jimmy. Not everybody's a good person. At least he admitted it. Jim become like the Skip Bayless of the podcasting <laughs> world. <laughs> mm. Good stuff. Um, but besides the holiday spirit, what else have you done? Oh, pretty good, yeah. I'm watching um, all the DC movies, thanks to Eric. He's lo- loaning me some of them. Yeah. And, uh, In case you guys didn't know, I like movies, too. We just rediscovered Halo Reach, so we'll probably be playing that, right, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah so this will. is where we actually say that our podcast is ending because we're <laughs> we got to play some Reach. Yeah, we're starting <laughs> to play Halo. So uh, it was nice to listen, but uh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for asking. That's how mine went. It's good to hear. It's good to hear, Jim. It's good to hear Jim hates the holidays, and you're good. I don't hate the holidays. <laughs> Um, all right, we it's got just ten days, fifteen days away. No, I, I Jim. Don't think to be one hundred percent fair, I completely I get stressed out. No, I completely oh. understand the holidays. I have honestly, zero monies. But also, since uh, what you guys admit, I don't know about you, Joe, but I feel like me and Jim can kind of like since we kind of grew, like we kind of became, you know, we all became adults. Adults. Uh, Christmas for me doesn't have the same impact anymore. Like it's just kind of like. I'm all for the family and the fun, but that day is one day. Oh, I don't even want to get into the whole family <laughs> aspect because it's a whole story. But like my Christmas events, just I don't know, just it's another day to me. I get I get like mm. one present. That's I get some, I get some underwear and socks, and it's okay because as an adult, I can pay for my own presents now. But then I go into the the financial Do you hole. Wrap them for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just I know I wrapped them. I wrapped them in saran wrap oh, <laughs> and and aluminum foil. <laughs> What is it, like leftover dinner or something? Yeah, I put it in the fridge. Nice. Um, in a more positive note, we are... What in the world? I burp. We are a Flyers, NHL, and Phillies MLB Before podcast. you even ask, Jim, you're going first today. What the fuck? No. Stop. Yeah, no, because there's there has been some signings, and also I've gone first too much. So I want to give the people who want to hear the Phillies talk first. Well, I was going to do some more research while you were talking about Flyers. Well, maybe you should do the research <laughs> in the lead-up like me and Joey do. Yeah. Yeah, Joey's, <laughs> Joe's the analytic mind over here. He's out here. I just show He's up. He's a stat machine. Hey, Joe, man, I don't have any Joe's like Joe, you're like, you're like, you're like that scene in The Hangover and Rain Man when, like, all the fucking equations are going off in, his, in front of him, and you're just like, he has seven <laughs> home runs. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, I guess I got to get my notebook out since I'm going to All right, do you, want me, do, you, do you want me to go first? If you would like. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What? Your team's on a fucking win streak. We're That's on a one-game win streak. Ooh, cork. Don't matter. You've been winning a lot of a lot of hockey. No, I know. Uh, we do have a lot to talk about. I love how enthusiastic we are about each other. <laughs> no, um, I want. I, I was. In, I was actually looking forward to Philly's talk today because big shit happens. That's why I wanted to get to it first. All right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. <laughs> Here we are. All right, I'm going to turn out. <laughs> Watch the Sixers. Sounds great. <laughs> so I'm basically by myself because Joe is watching the Sixers. Oh, no, I am. No. I'm helping. <laughs> All righty. Wait. Before you start, 
Like and review our podcast. No, fuck it. I'm all, I'm in I'm in my mood. No, right you now. need to tell people. I will. No, tell them now. They're already listening. Oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Can we sc- start over? No, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> no, keep going. This is good. We're, we're you know 100 raw, uncut, garbage. The, ener- <laughs> the big sick energy so far of this podcast has been. Next to zero. You know what? Not it's every been flaccid energy. Not really every has. single episode is going to be as upbeat as you want it to be. You know, it's, you started this with your like, hatred of yes, the of Phillies, fucking the holidays. Phillies, the Phillies did <laughs> something true. today, but it's I really not even that, that exciting. Yeah, no, he's trying to be like, oh, no, 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 no. but really, Jim's like, oh, I burned a Christmas tree down like, last <laughs> night. <laughs> 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 Even though the Phillies made a signing today, I'm still not like crazy hyped about it. Like, not gonna lie. Like, I like the fact of what they did today, but you need a hug, I'm still not you? just like I don't know. I'm just in a weird mood. You today. want a hug? I'm okay. Just they're gonna for, for the record. Joe does he smell like hug. burnt tree? No, I smell like a shower today. Yeah, you sh- okay. you showered in like a dead elf. <laughs> elf elf tears. Yeah. <laughs> the Philadelphia Phillies today have. Why weren't you an elf? <laughs> All right. Why weren't you an elf practice? All right. Let's 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 get, let's get serious here. I think the Phillies happened to do something today. Yes, just did. in time for recording. As the winter meetings come to a close, the, the, uh, I was getting kind of nervous today that I would have absolutely no news to talk about. With well, the you Phillies. had the Wheeler. Hush. I already did a Wheeler podcast. But he officially signed. It was going to happen. Well, you never know. Jim, weirder things have happened. Yeah, like the Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I'm so. going to get a free fucking jersey <laughs> that's going to say Irits on it because you're getting it from China. <laughs> so, obviously, Philly signed Zach Wheeler as of last week. Um... Yeah. Other than that, it's been like a pr- a fairly slow uh, winter meetings. Um, not anything Can crazy. Can I ask you a question happened. about the winter meetings? What is your question? What Mark? are the winter meetings? The winter meetings are when executives and teams from and as well as free agents and agents of the free agents all meet in a general place. Uh, I believe this week, this year, it was in San Diego, and they basically come together, sort out different trades they might want to make, different uh, rule changes they might propose, um, as well as sign free agents and um, extend players and stuff like that. It's like it's like a big meeting with like a lot of baseball. It's also good for organizational standpoints because they do a lot of interviews with like interns and stuff there, and people get jobs in baseball. So it's basically just like it's it's like it's basically like a vacation, kinda. <laughs> but, but like it's where like a lot of gets they, done. A lot of work. Well, gets it's done where they kind of figure out like if they want to change. It's, so it's like you know they go to change rules, but they also like they're all in a room together where they can kind of. They're not figure, all in a room together, but like the, like they're all in this. They're all it's able. Like a conven- it's like the MLB convention. Kinda. So they're all able to like do like. Face-to-face talks, basically. If yeah, they want to, they can like, do pressers. They can do all kinds of stuff. They can. They usually sort out a lot of stuff about their roster. Um, get set for the uh, Rule Five Draft. Um, What's the Rule Five Draft? The Rule Five Draft is when Rule Five. I thought you said Rule Five. Rule Five. It's when uh, players that aren't that have uh, are major league eligible. Uh, 
but aren't. I actually don't really know why players are eligible for the Rule 5. I can do some research and get back to you next week. But basically, it's players that uh, aren't like fully under... Oh, you know what? It's players that have major league experience but aren't on the 40-man roster have the potential to be um, drafted by another team. Uh, for that year, but they have to stay on the major league roster. So it's basically like it's all, it's almost like a it's almost like a so minor yeah. free agency almost where like almost like you can't like um, but they don't. It's the, just so it keeps yeah. people from coveting um, players and not paying them basically. So so it's basically a, like a set. An, an unfortunate. Um, well, t- Phillies have had two substantial uh, Rule 5 drafts over the past uh, 10 years or so, 10 or or 15 years or so. Uh, The most prolific being Shane Victorino coming from the Rule 5 draft. He was, I believe, on a Texans? No, it wasn't the Texans. Anyway, I forget who they got him from, but uh, Shane Victorino wasn't... uh, on the 40-man roster of a team, and we drafted him in the Rule 5 draft because he had some major league experience. So we took him for our own, and the rest is history. Uh, The most recent one of uh, Phillies uh, to date would be Odubel Herrera as a Rule 5 draft pick. I mean, at the time, it was a good draft pick because he was a good player at the time. Now it sucks, but... So basically... A Rule 5 draft player has to stay on the Major League roster the entire year or they go back to the team they originally came from. Oh, so it's basically like a... It's basically an excuse to get into the league, and then if it doesn't work out, you just get to go back to the other team? Kind of. I mean, it's not like you're you, a free agent and you agree to it. It's basically a draft. Well, it's a free, it's free agency where you don't have any rights. No, it's so, not free agency. It's you're on a team already. Basically, another team can just pluck you. Is it kind of like the practice squad type thing for football? No, can because you, you have to stay. Off? No, because you have to. Well, kind of like that, but you have to stay on the major league roster the entire year. So if they you take have, you, yeah, if you get taken, you have to stay on. So like, if the Phillies took a, a player from the Dodgers, the Phillies would have to keep that guy on the major league team until. For the entire year, uh, does or he have he to would go pl- back Does to he have college. to play? Or he doesn't have to play. He can be a bench guy. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, okay, okay. So he just, just takes up a, roster, up a roster, roster spot. Okay. So I thought that I thought like they have to play. <clears throat> no, they don't have to play. I mean, that's they pretty. Sh- have to stay on. That's the even team shittier. Career. Well, I wouldn't say that's shitty. You're in the major leagues. You getting paid more? Yeah, you get selected for a contract and all that good stuff. So, so what is it? What is it? Just like help? I guess worst teams can pick off the worst players on teams that are better than. Not them? necessarily. I mean, like you really don't want to pick a player in a Rule Five draft. Where can I apply for the Rule Five draft? <laughs> unless they're going to be beneficial to your ball club. So you're not just. It's preventing pl- uh, teams from stockpiling guys in their. Well, okay. Man. So, like, if the Yankees for or just a really good team, for example, had a bunch of guys on their forty man that were well, better, and then there was a couple guys. They had to take five, a couple guys and off. Like a shitty team, like the Orioles so, needed somebody. R- players in, eligible for the Rule Five draft are not on the forty man roster. <clears throat> so. So not that a, that have major league experience and are not on the major league roster. So not good enough to break that. 
forty man roster on a better team, but yeah. potentially could yeah. on a shape. And that's team. why the Phillies got Odu Pereira or Shane Victorino when they when they did. Okay, I see. Um but yeah, so that's the Rule Five draft. That was a long time getting to the Phillies. <laughs> news I mean, here, I learned I, something I, to that. I, but I was curious. I, I didn't actually know what no, it was. No, good. I'm glad you guys asked. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. If, we got to come up with like a better system for that stuff, though. I just asked the question. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like, I'm just thinking, like, I'm just podcast thinking here. We should have a Q&A session after, after stuff. Or maybe... You should explain better. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't have a... Maybe you should get a fucking teaching degree and come back to us. I thought I did a pretty good job. No, I, I know what it is now. You just It's like you're like the Lord of the Rings. It took you fucking three movies to get there. Anyhow, Philadelphia Phillies have made a move <clears throat> after the winter meetings here. They have signed Didi Gregorius, former Yankee, to a one-year, $14 million deal. Um, Didi Gregorius played for Joe Girardi, so that's a that's a cool little bonus here. Um, I mean, he dropped it. He dropped the news. He said he wanted him on the team, yeah. didn't he? Girardi, Girardi has been fighting for him to come to the Philly for, since he's been the coach here. Um, Gregorius, uh, coming off of a, uh, what did he have? He had a Tommy John surgery. On his, uh, I believe his right throwing arm. His throwing arm. Uh, is he a lefty? No, he's righty. Well, no, he was, he said he he's was right. He throws it. on his right, <laughs> and he bats left. So that's another lefty bat. The oh, Phillies cool. can use there. Um, so uh, in his right arm, he had a uh, Tommy John surgery. Um, it's actually his left arm. Was it in his left arm? No, but it was his right arm. I just wanted to see if you're listening. Why would he? <laughs> why would he throw this? Anyway, <laughs> just switch it up a little bit here, guys. I'm just, I'm making, I'm keeping you on your toes here. Um, prior to his um, injury, Didi Gregorius had two top twenty MVP votes uh, in 2017 and in 2018. Um, batted 287 in 2017. Uh, had uh, 25 home runs, and in 2018, 27 home runs, batting 268. Um, I believe that's when he had his injury last year. Um, he came back this year with a uh, 238 uh, batting average. Uh, slugging numbers were down. He had 16 home runs in 82 games, which is pretty good for a shortstop. Um, I think he'd fit in really nicely with the Phillies right now. Um <laughs> Obviously, we need an infielder. Oh, God. Of course, when I start talking, my, my reflux starts going. Anyway, uh, I, th- I think he, uh, if he can get back to the form before he was, uh, before his surgery, which I think he will, um, usually people come back from Tommy John and are able to kind of re- re-get back into it. Um, it was a smart deal on his part, too, because uh, he did the thing where Mike, what Mike Gustakis and... Uh, um, what's his face for the uh, oh, not for the Braves anymore. Um, who else is a free agent? Third baseman, Donaldson, Josh Donaldson. Um, I heard they kind of revitalized their market a little bit by taking one-year deals and testing free agents. Josh again. Donaldson leave? Did he sign anywhere yet? No, not yet. So okay, because I, Phil- I heard the Phillies are in on him too. They're looking for him at 
At the moment, with this deal in place, the Phillies have roughly around six million dollars of cap space. To I work just with. I just pulled that up to see where we're at. So how yeah. much? So they have a hundred and eighty-six. That's their cap total. No, that's they're their, at like two oh eight. This is their estimate. The cap, their or the pay, salary. This probably tax. was this probably an wasn't updated because no. of DD and all them aren't on there. No. Um, they uh, have around six million dollars to work with. Jason Vargas was like a two million dollar buyout. Did you know that? Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just making sure Vargas gets the recognition he deserves. <laughs> he deserves nothing. Um, he's probably going to be free agent the rest of his career anyway. Um, his uh, bat. What was I saying? Um, oh, third baseman. He he kind of revitalized those. Two third basemen kind of revitalized their free agent market by proving they can still play and proving they're able to be in long-term contracts. So I believe that's where Donaldson is heading right now. The Phillies have been linked toward to Donaldson, but I don't think they'd be able to get him right now with the price that he's asking for. He's going to be like another $20 million uh, asset. How old is he now? He's 33, maybe? Wow. They're going over the luxury tax either way. I think they're going to go over the luxury tax, but if anything, they're going to spend at the margins here. <laughs> and they're also um, going to go for another pitcher probably. Yeah, most likely. They're going to put and the money it's just going to be marginal players. It's not going to be the guy. You don't think so? Unless they make some trades. They're probably going to move Segura. If they do. If they move Segura, how much sense. is that for you? We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I believe he's like around $14 million. Um. I mean, that's a good amount to give up, but um, <laughs> no, uh, we're we're gonna get into that in a minute. But um, 50, Gregorius 50, definitely 50, fills a need that the Phillies. 57. What I was counting down. Oh, okay. a minute. Um, Gregorius definitely fills a need that the Phillies have for middle infielders since Cesar is no longer with us. Um, he's still alive, but he's a free agent. Um, not to me, he's dead. With the potential, with this potentially being the uh, opening day squad they're going with, um, Gregorius would slide in at shortstop. I believe they would move Segura either to third base or second base, or another um, team, or another team, <laughs> um, and possibly have Kingery fill in the other position, um, which I'd be okay with at the moment. Um, we still have Hazley in the outfield, uh, Andrew McCutcheon looking to come back, Bryce Harper, obviously, and um, Reese Hoskins, JT Romuto. It's a good squad. I think they could improve a little bit here and there. Um, at the moment, uh, Phillies are linked to trade talks with the Chicago Cubs, potentially landing Chris Bryant. It's not... It's not by no means is this like a definite thing that's going to happen because it's going to involve a lot of question marks here. So Chris Bryant is currently in the midst of a suit, kind of suing the Cubs. He filed a grievance because um, the Chicago Cubs basically waited to bring Chris Bryant up until after um, his. Con- so baseball is weird where if. You- a player doesn't play for the first six weeks. They get to keep another year of arbitration on a rookie contract. What do you mean? So arbitration is just, is like every is year to year. You, you get paid based on what you're worth. Yeah. Um, uh, but what what if, what if so? So they, they the 
when the Cubs had Chris Bryant in the minor leagues, that he was MLB ready right out of spring training. Um, it's a similar situation to what the Phillies had with Scott Kingery, but they signed him and put him out on the field. Um, Chris Bryant was MLB ready, but the Cubs just decided to, in order to keep an extra year of um, control over him, they so kept they basi- him down. so they basically swindled their way to make sure they had him for next year. Then yeah, really, they and were could pay, pay him, him for? for less, basically. Okay. So all right, so they basically they screwed him out of money, basically. Yeah. Um, all right, that's understandable. So then he's like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out of here." So he's he filed a grievance and requested it's currently trade. picking up. Well, no, 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 he didn't request a trade. But is a grievance? A grievance is basically saying I want to. He would basically lose a year of arbitration because of that. If the if the MLB finds that his grievance is warranted, um, and traction is picking up that that will actually happen, so he would lose the year of arbitration he has after this year, so he would become a free agent next year, or have the potential How to become old a free is he? agent. He is twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven. Holy shit! Yeah, I feel like he's been in the league forever. Well, th- twenty seven. Yeah, he's twenty seven. But I feel like um, he's, I feel like I've heard he actually hasn't been in the year as, in the league as long as you would think. He was he's only. He, been I mean, he won the he won the World Series yeah, he, with them, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's only been in the league for five years. I feel like I've heard his name um, so three times. He was also. a touted prospect. That's why. Okay. He's yeah. Been, yeah. But he's there's those guys like that in every sport where like you feel like they've been in the league <clears> forever and they're only like. Yeah. Like the year, the year he was a rookie, he was rookie of the year. Uh, finished eleventh in MLB, like the movie or MVP, uh, MVP voting, and um, was an All Star. So I think he was majorly ready, and I think that kind of screwed him out of a year. So he should money. The grievance should. It should go through because he was ready for it. Um, obviously, his numbers haven't been. As great since um, uh, 2016, where he was MVP. Um, that was the one they won, right? I believe so, yeah. Um, but since then, he's dealt with some injuries, and all that. his power numbers are down a little bit. Um, his 2016 campaign was very good. He had 39 home runs, um, uh, 102 RBIs, and uh, a low amount of strikeouts. Uh but since then, he's been kind of dealing with injuries. So the prospect of bringing Chris Bryant to Philly is actually a believable one because there's so many factors going against the Cubs. Since they're trying to dump money, they're, it's, there's more and more stacked up in the Phillies' favor if they did want to pull this trade off. They could get him for less than what they would have if he wasn't uh, owed arbitration next year. And didn't have this grievance against them. Um, and then they would and then they have the chance to re-sign him, right? Yeah. I mean, the Philly, if if the grievance goes through and he does lose the arbitration, he would be eligible for free agency after uh 2020 coming, after this coming year. So, okay. So then so then the Phillies could re-sign him starting they if, could as long as it all yeah. works to, okay he's going to be worth a lot of money well depending on but i mean well if you're getting if you're getting someone like year. that you're going to have to be willing to drop money on him which oh, of yeah, course they, they know that yeah they know that however this is a big if too yeah it's a big if yeah. it's 
It's not set in stone. It's not a thing that's like definitely happening. It's just a prospect of something that is yeah. that very well could happen. And um, I think the Phillies, if they could make this move for minimal loss, I definitely think they should be able. They should take it because um, not only can Chris Bryant play third base or first base, he can play in the outfield too. So if we do end up getting Chris Bryant and keeping Alec Bohm. Alec Bohm could still slide into first base mm-hmm. and play in the. Uh, Chris Bryant could move to the outfield, where uh, I'm sure Andrew McCutcheon and um, uh, who's our center field? No, who's our center field? Hazley. Adam Hazley. Adam Hazley can uh, platoon a little bit there, especially since Hazley is a lefty and all that, all that good jazz. Gives you more flexibility. It gives us a lot of flexibility. Flexibility. It gives you a lot of flexibility. Flexibility. Yeah. He's still a really good player right now. I would love to see him in Philly's uniform. He's very good friends with Bryce Harper. Um, Scott Morris. Scott yeah, and the Morris. Cubs are looking to move on from their big-name guys because they're tanking for whatever reason. Um, they're doing that thing where they won, so now they're like, ah, fucking blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wants the Eagles to do. Yeah, basically, but it's okay because I'm getting a free jersey. They're <laughs> not gonna do it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's my um. fucking ass. <laughs> I'm getting a jersey, bitch. Um, no, that's. So, that's the only yeah, Phillies news, right? That's about it. I mean, um, uh, I think the Phillies are definitely gonna be looking to add some kind of like marginal players here. Otherwise, um, Chris Brown. No. <laughs> Margarine? You mean like the substitute for butter? Um, yeah, that's about all I got for Phillies news. How? Uh, let's go around the league a little bit here. Um, the MLB All 2019 team was announced today. Our boy JT Realmuto became the officially became the best, best catcher, catcher in baseball. Yeah, even though we knew it, we knew it. Uh, the First team rounds out to be JT Romuto at catcher, Pete Alonzo at first base, uh, Mets first baseman, um, also rookie of the year, like the only player ever to uh, lead the league in home runs as a rookie. So can't wait for that for like 30 more years. Um, DJ, LeMay- DJ LeMahieu from the Yankees at second base, uh, Anthony Rendon from the Nationals at third base, uh, Xander Bogarts from the Red Sox at shortstop. The outfield consisted of Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger, and Christian Yelich. All three, well, Mike Trout and Cody Bellinger MVPs. Christian Yelich a runner-up in the NL. Uh, Nelson Cruz as, as the DH. Uh, starting pitchers are Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, and Steven Strasburg. And relief pitchers are Kirby Yates and Josh Hader. Could you imagine playing a team with all those fucking players on it? Like, <laughs> I don't. Who do you think? All right, let's put the pitchers against the hitters here. Do you think the pitchers went out here, or do you think the hitters went out here? You had to go through a lineup of J.T. Romito, Pete Alonso, DJ Mayhew, Anthony Rendon, Xander Bogarts. I feel like Xander Bogarts didn't have that great of an offensive season, but whatever. Um, Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, Nelson Cruz. 
I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I don't know. It would be interesting to watch. It would be. Um, so, Phillies finally have some guys touted as some of the best in the biz. Um, always fun to see that kind of stuff happen, but um, that's a good honor to have. Uh, I'm glad the players that earned it earned earned it for the right reasons. Um, this was a that was a fan voted thing too, so at least there's recognition for a lot of them on there. Uh, that's probably why Bogarts is first team. That's like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, also, the MLB The Show is no longer going to be just a PlayStation exclusive. I'm looking forward to this, playing this on my Xbox. Um, that is going to set to come out in 2021. You excited for that, boys? I mean, I have a PlayStation, so it doesn't really affect me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also have a PlayStation. I do, but I like my Xbox. Um... Garrett Cole was offered a Oh, Steven Strasburg. Let's go let's start with Steven Strasburg. He signed back with the Nationals for a two hundred and forty eight million dollar deal. Um seven years, I believe. Um Yeah, that's a lot of money. He's currently that would put him in first place uh average annual value uh of all time so far. It's a lot of money. Um and Considering the uh, climate, uh, Garrett Cole is likely to get a lot more than that for a lot longer. So, forty years wasn't no, that what they wanted? Wasn't that what they wanted to do to Harper? Yeah, that's they the wanted Nationals. to like they, they wanted to like. There actually is like eighty million dollars of deferred money in the uh, Strasburg contract. Really? Yeah. So he's gonna. So so it's basically gonna. It's just gonna slowly. I mean, he's gonna be a national for life, but like, he's not he's gonna get. He's not gonna get all of his money. He's gonna get like residual checks when he's sixty-five. Like, oh, that's yeah. the, oh, oh boy, that's from my my, <laughs> my years of a national. Days. Yeah, shut up, Grandpa. Basically. Yeah. Oh, I just hit the ten mil. <laughs> that's worth nothing now, Grandpa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Fuck one, off. I'm not one hundred percent sure about all the news <laughs> on uh, Garrett Cole here. Let me look that up. So the New York Yankees have definitely offered uh, Cole a contract worth more than the uh, Strasburg contract per ESPN. Um, who's the who's the writer here? Um, anyway, Joe uh, Gillio. It's not Joe. Gillio. <laughs> it's just ESPN. Um, it's just a ESPN. Writer. ESPN as a collective wrote this. Um, <clears throat> uh, the Angels and Dodgers are. In play, and today I believe Scott Boris told someone that uh, there are two other mystery teams that are still linked to Garrett Cole. And I don't, I mean, it could be the Phillies, but I doubt it considering they only have $6 million to spend. Otherwise, they're going over. over unless, un, unless they're doing something where they're like, it's all, it's all coral, it's like a domino effect where, like, okay, they're going to move Segura. To get more money in order to what like, if they, what if they gave him a deal where they just like paid him six million dollars this year and then like a shit ton of money backloaded? <laughs> that, that, would, wouldn't, that wouldn't happen. But no. <laughs> eh, you never know. Boris likes Philly. Um, 
I mean, you never and know. And there will be money guaranteed. Uh, and I mean, he's yeah, he's getting his money. He, I don't think he gives a shit how he, how he fucking gets it. I mean, yeah. he probably does. He probably wants some more, you know, now. But he's also like, okay, you get $6 million this year and you get fucking <laughs> 38 next year. All right, cool. <laughs> I mean, that, w- that would actually be... Would, it be, would that be a good uh, <coughs> deal there? Um, so Strasburg is making... Thirty or Granky's making thirty-one. Strasburg is making fuck. Can someone do two hundred forty-five divided by seven for me? Beep boop beep boop beep. Thirty-five. Thirty. Yeah, he's making around thirty-five. Thirty. I think it's. I think the actual number is thirty. <laughs> beep boop beep boop beep. <laughs> I think the actual number is like thirty-four million with deferred later, um, a year. So thirty nine would be a lot of money, basically forty million dollars a year. That's Mike Trout money for a pitcher. Yeah, that's for a pitcher. It's fucking ridiculous because all it takes. I mean, pitchers usually. I mean, I guess their expectancy's a little. It's weird because they're they play thirty one games of the year. I mean, but they are your most important position. It's weird. Yeah, I mean. Like it's, it, I, I don't justify making that much as a pitcher. Like I, I couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely. A He's the best pitcher in baseball, as far as. But still, I mean, fuck. If Aaron Nola has like one or two good years, like he, like that, shit. <laughs> I don't think Aaron Nola has that kind of talent in him. He's gonna get paid eventually, though. He's already been paid. He's on a five-year deal right now. Well, in five years, he'll get paid again. Well, actually, if he continues on a pretty his... solid deal, like he's yeah, not killing it's, the team. It, no, well, it's because he's, he's team he's friendly deal, too, right? <clears throat> he's twenty five right now, so that'll be three more years. It'll be twenty eight. That'll be right around the time where he could uh, will have proven himself enough to get a big that'll deal. It'll be twenty nine ish, I think. I'll tell you right now. He anyway, is he's twenty five. He's twenty six, but he signed the deal last year. So oh shit! So he'll be thirty. Yeah, around there. All right. It's prime. Yeah. I mean, 30 is usually when pitchers kind of decline almost. Um, some pitchers are lucky, though. Well, I was trying. I, I Garrett, yeah. Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer type, they don't generally decline until, like, the last year, like, until they're done, you know? Um, I mean, I'm just making that scat, like, look into the future here for Garrett Cole, but I think he's the type of player that doesn't break down that easily. Um yeah, but um, also uh, Anthony Rendon is out there. Texans look like a good landing spot for him. I don't think the Nationals go after him because they already just paid Steven Strasburg. I don't think the Phillies are signing him either. That's another, like, $250 million. We're, I feel like we're due for a huge surprise, though. We are, but I think it's going to be smaller, smaller stuff here. Blake. I'd be okay with the Chris I mean, Bryant. I mean, trade. Wheeler wasn't Wheeler wasn't like splashy per se. So they, that no, but it definitely said that they want to contend. 
No, the Chris Bryant one would be the big surprise, like the surprise what one. What about the Harper one from last year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about this year. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> this is in. Philly signed Bryce Harper to a 14-year extension. Someone, 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 tweeted, <laughs> someone tweeted the other day. They were like, seven more years of this. And then someone after was like, dude, we signed him for like 300 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> someone, tweet, someone tweeted at me today. and I will... Uh, Philly's SB Nation tweeted. What's that? It's Nola's contract. Yeah, four year, $45 million. Okay. It's a pretty good. Action. Someone tweeted today. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Uh, SB Nation tweeted today that uh, they just, they're just looking for something to talk about, and they're just like, sign Harper again. I saw that. <laughs> I, I, I and saw. then I said they signed him to a 13 year contract, another 13 year extension. And then the guy, another guy's like, He's going to be like Albert Pujols in like six years. I'm like, all right. <laughs> shout out to you, guys. Shout out to you. Uh, he followed me. I don't shout out to you. feel bad about it. But shout I like to think positively. Shout out to you, Philly fucker seven. Contrary, fucker to, with contrary to how we started the Damn. podcast, I yeah, do like to think on the positive side. So, um, Yeah, like except about I any think, holidays. I really. think Harper's going to pan out. <laughs> He's going to be a solid player. And if he does end up like Pujols, I'll take... Uh, after eight years, I'll take uh, 244, 20-some home runs. I'll take that if we got him in his prime. Uh, I think they had to sign that deal to get him, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it, though. I'll take I'll take the back end of the album. You're always going to – you sign a huge contract like that with anybody, that, your back end is always going to be very, like, meh. Like you're not like I'm okay. I'm okay with an you're average si- player. You're, you're signing him for you're signing him for like years. six years, and you're hoping you can win a World Series in the next six years. I'm okay with that. If we don't win a World Series in the next six years, we burn Citizens Bank down. No, it's a beautiful. No, not like the stadium. We just burn a Citizens Bank down. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right. Just find the random one. All right. Not but, a sponsor um, of Arson. Other than that, but stuff. we are of Carson. Uh, yes. <laughs> fill some time. Um, the holidays are here, so buy your loved ones a great big uh, stick energy ball beer. razor. <laughs> <laughs> buy a shake weight sponsored by Big Stick Energy. Not a sponsor. Remember the shake weights? I I have. Let's one. talk about the Eagles. Why are we talking about shake weights? We got a little time here, right, Jim? No, we're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> Never mind. All right, go go, uh, the, go uh, yes. <laughs> the uh, shit. All right, the, the Eagles are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. Uh, what's the like? Uh, the committee. Oh, the Hall of Fame committee. I guess the Hall of Fame veteran committee. Um, yeah. Veteran committee elects players every year that are past their Hall of Fame uh, availability. That kind of got neglected a little bit uh, going through. Um, Marvin Miller, the former union leader who revolutionized baseball by empowering players to negotiate multi-million dollar contracts, uh, was added to the Hall of Fame. Um, This is per... uh, Ronald Blum of AP Baseball. Guy sounds like he works at a Citizens Bank, which um, we're going to burn down. Ronald Blum. Um, also, um, yes, I sell Buicks. Uh, oh, shit. 
You are fucking floundering right I now. I know. It's really not that great. Austin uh, Scott. I'm looking for the guys. for other Josh night. Perkins. So the Eagles. I mean, they're just, you know, they <laughs> won last night. and Carson looked magnificent. We're going to win a Super Bowl. Marvin Miller. We're going to win a Super Bowl, and Jim's going to buy me a fucking Zach Ertz jersey uh, with Chinese writing on there because it's not going to be in English. <laughs> I bought an Okafor jersey off of a uh, party city in China for $18. A party city? Yeah, like, you know, well, not actually party city, but, like, you know, like, the party store, party city? Yeah. It was something like that. They had, like, random costumes, and they just had, at the very bottom, an Okafor jersey. It's like, why do they have this? Some guy sent it on a link in a Facebook group, but it was $18. Was it going? It was. I mean, that's worth, that's, what? Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> Ted Simmons, uh, former uh, Cardinal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm really doing a great job. Um, was elected to the modern baseball era Hall of Fame. Uh, he was... Today, Junior! This is just a last-minute thing I thought I'd throw in there. He was a good baseball player. <laughs> it took you five minutes <laughs> to get to it. He was a good baseball player. <laughs> All right, let me read this whole paragraph. He was good. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, you know what? That's enough fucking baseball talk. <laughs> yeah, it's about enough. I, I'm done with baseball. That was brutal. Congratulations to those two. <laughs> yeah, you were a good baseball player. I'm glad that I read the entire article about you. Good job, Jim. <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna have all this shit ready to go. After no, don't bla- don't you blame me. I prepared before the podcast. This you gotta you gotta I, do some prep. I had my shit I wanted to go with, but I didn't. So you decided on he's the, a good baseball. The Didi Gregorius shit happened like twenty minutes before we started. That's true. no, it happened two hours because I tweeted about it. All you right. liked the tweet. I did like the tweet. Is it really that long? You sent me a text and I was playing Borderlands. All right, I got to piss. So I say we take a, a one-minute regroup and come back at it. <laughs> I expunged my liquids and I'm back. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the flyers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jim's eating crackers right now because I'm talking about the Flyers. So he's going to be like, I pay attention better when I'm eating. Oh, okay, yeah. Dinner in the show. All right, so everyone's... All right, this isn't an ASMR fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you should Do you like this. the Flyers? <laughs> I like hockey. <laughs> Jim eats peanut butter ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like I'm dying <laughs> I'm Ron Burke Alright 17 8 and 5 Third place in the Metropolitan Division 39 points 3 points out of second 10 points out of first The boys are rolling Who are the boys? The orange and black, the Philadelphia Flyers, the best team in the city. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. They have the best chance to make it to the playoffs here. You make a good point. <laughs> Except for the Eagles, who are going to get me a jersey. But uh, besides, that's, that's besides the point. Okay. I'm doing it because I don't so, pay eighty dollars for a Zachary's jersey. 
<laughs> You're fucking lost. But, all right, back to the hockey. <laughs> so, since last week, we've only had two games because the game that, that night we were recording, there was, a, there was a pretty big break in between. So Got them some rest. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, there was three games last week, but the one game was on during our recording, so we won't talk about it. We did win. We won against the... Uh, the Flame? Was it? No, it was the game against the Maple Leafs, a 6-1 to one game. Yeah. Yeah, it was the thing. big... They're the same thing. Yeah. Um, not Both close at all. Yeah. <laughs> Leaf and a Flame is nowhere anywhere close. All right. They're um, in Canada. So, Thursday night, which was October 5th, we played the Arizona Coyotes. What? Ow! What is that? Eric's looking for the Coyotes. What's that noise? Like, get kind of numb. Turns out that God. that noise was my chair. Okay, back to the Coyotes. We played them at home Thursday, October 5th, and we had our first regulation lost in quite some time. Three to one, but it happens to the best of them. I mean, I, I wrote down a bunch of things. First thing foremost is that Arizona is a good team. Now, granted, we dominated the Coyotes for the most part. It was two nothing. The majority, no, it was one nothing early on. They scored a power play goal. Fill the thrill, Kessel. I like that. Yeah. Whenever I think about the Coyotes, I think about that uh, that dude that does the. Um, the Ford commercials or the cores. It's like them, them coyotes out there winning <laughs> hockey games. Um, but the so it was one nothing. Phil Kessel scored, and then for we and then we took over. We were pretty much dominating them for the whole game. But their goalie Darcy Kemper played out of his mind. We just couldn't get any in. And then uh, towards the end of the game, probably the last two minutes. Kevin Hayes took a pretty, a, a pretty soft penalty. They were they weren't calling too much, and then they started calling stuff randomly at the end of the game. It was weird inconsistency on the refs' part. And then Phil Fuck the, Phil the Thrill scored again, <laughs> so he's got two goals. And then Matt Niskanen scored when we pulled the goalie with like three minutes left in the game. I think my timeline just got all fucked up. I think I said it's no, okay. but. Um, we got the point. We were no, we didn't get a point. Um, <laughs> and then we were um, ah, got me. We were, uh, but we were we were pushing, and it was nice. Av pulled the goalie with like three minutes left to, and sh- it worked. And the fact that he was aggressive like that is good for later in the season. It was nice that it you know on the man advantage. It uh, we almost and we actually when we pulled the goalie a second time. When it was two to one, Sanheim got a the puck in the f- right around the hash marks area, and he shot it, but it hit the guy on the Coyotes. I forget what defenseman it was. It hit his like bottom of the skate blade right here, deflected. But the puck was probably going in if it didn't deflect. So it was you know it almost worked, but unfortunately it was just one of those nights we couldn't get a bounce. Other goalie played well and. It was a tough, fast game. The last 10 minutes of the game were like a playoff game. It yeah. was back and forth speed. And, yeah, it was uh, I was. It was one of those losses, I'm sure you guys know, where, like, your team loses, but you're like, damn, it sucks we lost, but you're not like, they played like shit. You're like, nah, you, yeah. got, you played well. It's mm-hmm. just 
Yeah, sometimes you can't. Sometimes win you just game. can't win. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that the refs were kind of sketchy. Like in terms of like not sketchy, just like inconsistent. They were letting a lot of shit go early on, where mm-hmm. like people were you know getting away with some cross checks, maybe a couple hooks, and then and then out of nowhere, like the time the time when you're not supposed to call penalties, like you kind of let guys go towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. They started. They called like yeah. weird. So it's. It's it's uh, or no, it wasn't it wasn't a soft penalty. It was I think Hayes cross checked their captain Oliver Ekman Larson from behind in the boards. He gave him a cross check, and it was kind of like a it was a it was one of those like okay, the guy looks like he's kind of hurt, so we got to call it. But it was like yeah. fuck, dude. Like, um, would you consider NHL refs consistent? Fuck no. No. <laughs> okay. They, they are, are they. Would you say that are there a lot of old referees? Yes and no. There's a couple refs. Like I actually, I, I there's a couple refs. When you get them, you know you're getting a good game. And then there's some you know, like when you hear their name that they're the officiating crew. You're like fuck. Yeah. And I think that the guy who was refing was it was it the Arizona? It might have been the Arizona game. It was his, he was the one refing, and everyone on Twitter was like. Fuck, we know how this game is gonna go. Like but it also- Joe West of baseball. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of him. Instead. Uh, the reason I ask is because I've been kind of like I've been watching football a lot this year, and oh, I don't even want to get into fucking football. Well, refs, dude. not even just that. Like just referees and um, umpires of the like, the officiating teams and sports. I feel like it's just full of old people. You know, you know. Well, the thing about referees that Not we, that we forget old people. Well, the thing we forget about referees, they're old human. people, they're human. No, firstly, old people are the problem. But <laughs> secondly, okay. um, we're an ageist podcast now. Secondly, um, I do not condone these messages. Uh, the problem with refs is. It's not their full-time job. Like, it's only during a certain part of the year. Especially with football rest, because it's only how long? Like, four months? Yeah. So, like, it's not like... It's a part-time job, essentially. My thing is, there's a lot of referees, and a lot that are just aging, and they just get the job for life, basically. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, new influx. All right, I won't say... That's not true, because the NHL does have that a lot. They do have younger refs and stuff. But the problem with that is... Like some of the baseball umpires, I won't. Yeah, I know. I know how umpires are. Years referees, and years. I, I and won't years. say refs are inconsistent. I'll say that there's things that can be done in terms of look. You have technology now. Like mm-hmm. like you have things to be able to. Like they figured out. All right, offsides calls get blown. Like goalie interference calls and shit. Like you can challenge goalie interference. You can challenge shit. You should be able to challenge penalties. I think like if a ref makes a mistake, I think you should be able to challenge it. Like you can now in the NFL, you can challenge penalties. Some of them, some of them, but that's I mean yeah, like you should be able to challenge the ones that maybe like aren't maybe like a like a a trip or maybe like something like that. Something say it's like two minutes left in Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final, and like a fluky trip call, which wasn't even a trip. Like the guy tripped over a stick or something, or like maybe like he tripped over something else, but the ref turned his head and saw quickly. Because when I used to play as a kid, and this is also youth sports, so it's completely different. The ref would call people not based on the actual play which was happening, but if like 
I hit a growth spurt around like my like when I was 13, so I was bigger than a lot of kids, and the ref would hear me hit someone and the sound the boards made, the ref would call it as a boarding. He wouldn't mm-hmm. like see the penalty. So, I won't say that's different in the NHL, but sometimes the ref won't catch something. And if the fans so I have noticed there's been times where like the fans are on the ref's ass or something. And then, like, maybe, like, five seconds later, you see the arm go up all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, okay, the ref was influenced because he's like, fuck, I missed the call. Or, like, Mm -hmm. it's shit like that. Or, like, sometimes there's times where, like, a penalty happens where there's a trip point blank in front of a ref. Like, fucking in his eyesight. And he doesn't call it. And you're just like, and it happens in football. And it happens in, I don't know about basketball. Because I think basketball, they kind of, like, review everything, right? Isn't basketball basically, like, everything's reviewed? Well, there's now a coach's challenge that you can do now, so... I think every sport implemented the challenge. Like, the challenge... This is the first year for it, but... But... Like, to me, it's such an important part of the game, (laughs) officiating-wise. Why not give it to the hands of technology as much as you can? Because, yes, people that are doing it are human, but, like... The AAF, the uh, football league last year, uh, that failed ultimately. <laughs> like not but, um, six games. They had a sky ref, so they caught everything almost. That Things like that are like, and it wasn't like, like they would make bad calls. They'd see it and call it basically. No, and I actually I agree. <laughs> and the a lot of people and hockey's a small enough rink where I feel like that would be a lot easier. Yes, but manage. people are afraid. Of slowing down momentum a little bit, but also, well, just what's, don't commit the what's, what's fair is here. Well, that's hard because it's such a fast-paced sport. Shit's gonna happen, but it's a matter of consistency. It's things like if you can implement a way that if if like a team does something and there's like a, maybe like a camera or there's like someone watching somewhere else who maybe can like also blow the play dead or something like that. To make the game fair and make it, like... Because I think hockey is, in terms of, like, credible. Like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't give... Like, I think the NFL is really hard to be, like, not credible. What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, consistent. Well, consistent and, like, um, I guess fair because, like, there's so... And the problem with the NFL has been penalties have almost taken over the game too much. Yeah. Now it's to a point where like it's hindering the game. And I well, think Well, some of them are bullshit calls. Well, yeah, and that's why If you have a sky if you have a sky call then But it's slow, but also the penalties slow down the momentum so bad. So well, it's Yeah, like, I mean a lot of penalties that these refs are calling are like I I just watched football this last week. A lot of penalties weren't necessary. Like they were holding calls also, that weren't holding. They were tripping with, calls with that fo- weren't tripping. I'll say with football too, the problem is that I don't think I don't think the rule book is as studied as well as it should be, and I don't think that refs have an understanding of what's what. Like, I don't think they truly know what a pass interference is. The N- the NHL, for all of its flaws I have with the refs, the refs know what the rules are. The refs know how, like, they understand. There's this, there's there's things they kind of, that are kind of get washed away with, like, there's certain rules that I think, there's certain things I think they need to fix, like with slashing, I think that if, like, a stick breaks a certain way or, like, if you slash some... You, I think you should be able to slash a stick, but you shouldn't be able to, like... There's, like... there's See, there's, like, these little, like, minutiae, like... Slasher, no slashing. Yeah, it's, like, the way that... It's, like, the way that you could... It's the way they, like, define what's what is really tough because, like, sticks break so easy now that refs will call, like, even, like, a love tap 
on someone's stick, but it'll break the stick so they'll think it's hard enough that like it's a slash. It, like it's it's it, it, they don't slash. Machete, I'd like to see machete on an ice rink. <laughs> machete don't give small slash. He gives big slash. Machete shoot the puck. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I agree. I agree with you. I would. I'm a hundred percent all in for like them adding something else to like. At least using the cameras because all these guys have iPads on the bench and shit. You would think that like there would be a way for them to utilize that technology in order to um, make the game a little bit more like fluent. That's the word I'm looking for. Fluent. Where like you know because sometimes there it does feel like certain teams are getting the benefit of the doubt or like things are going one team's way and not going the other way and it's a matter of like. The ref maybe is just the one team's getting lucky. The ref, for some reason, is just calling it the one way. Like it's just it's things like that where like there just needs to be fluidity in the game. Well, that's the thing about refs for me. I don't. If you're gonna have all refs, that's fine with me. Um, if you're not gonna have all refs, that's fine with me. But when the refs start calling shit because this player's been in the league for years, then that's I'm like, no, that is not fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's that I don't like that at all. Like when rookies don't get calls, it happens all the time in basketball. Where the oh, this guy's a rookie, so he's not going to get any calls. Like no, no it's play. You That's know, not fair. Judge the that game. Does, that know? does that does happen. That happens in hockey too, where the veterans get a little bit more of the pool than the rookie, and the refs are just like it's just like a veteran. It's like the veteran. It's like the baseball guy. It's like the guy at work who who gets the benefit of the doubt over the new guy because the new guy hasn't been there long enough that like the other guys basically figured out a way to bullshit around. Like not that the veterans are bullshitting around, but it's the way. They figured out how to cheat the system, and and the 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 rookies aren't the rookies and the younger players haven't been in the league long enough that they're still kind of fresh, so they kind of don't know how to cheat the system. Mm-hmm. Granted, the way you just have nobody cheating the system is you make the fluid fluidity in the in the way that the thing the game's called. Yeah. All right, we got a really yeah. off topic there. I like it. I wouldn't say it was off topic. Well, no, it was. It was that was how the way the game was called. And honestly, I think Arizona was getting that was the Rule Five draft of hockey. For yeah, but also I figured we need to have we need to balance. But also, but also, when it comes to it's funny because when it comes to Arizona, that game Arizona was the one getting shit housed in terms of refs, and we are and and we were getting a lot more of the calls. Yeah, which is actually no, that's not true. For the most part, we were. There was that early. What was power. happening, really? Eric? There was that early power. There was the early power play that resulted in their goal, and then we had a bunch of power plays that we just couldn't score on, and then they got in that, that fluky play at the end. But it was just it was a weird called game. Now, another game that involved the refs was Saturday. October seventh versus Ottawa. I don't know if you guys watched this game. I'm sure you didn't. I don't think Jim did because I asked him. Joe, did you? I was... Saturday night. All right, well, they played the Ottawa Senators. It was a really uh, fast game, dirty, chippy, like old-fashioned. There were two fights. Uh, Voracek fought someone. Farabee fought someone. Um, There was a lot of mouthing off, trash-talking, a lot of hard hits involving one Travis Konechny. Konechny. Who got drilled at center ice and now is out indefinitely with a concussion. So that's a big loss for us. Um, Who did it all fuck him up? Hmm? Who did it all break his legs? It's some guy named Borowski or something. Don't worry. We play Ottawa. We play Ottawa. He's not going to have legs next week. We, well, you, yeah, you don't <laughs> like people with legs. So there you go. Um, that's true. Ottawa's playing uh, 
gonna burn his Christmas tree. Too. We're, we're playing. Yeah. We're playing Ottawa in. Yeah, he's Jewish. It's an action scene. Oh, we're not gonna go there. But uh, <laughs> um, Jim, uh, I burned his Christmas tree. Let's get back on topic before you say something that you're going to offend our three viewers. We play Ottawa again December 21st. I was trying to be kind of open-minded here. Joe just assumed he had a Christmas tree. Sorry to assume. <laughs> um, Did you assume my religion? All right, to repeat myself. <laughs> repeat yourself, Eric. We play Ottawa again December 21st. So your boy Chris Stort will be in the lineup because he's going to come beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing now because of uh, Connect Me being out. They're going to put him in the lineup. It's an upgrade. Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I like Stort though. Like I like him. I don't think he's like great, but he'd be you know if he's there. He's so not as good at Connect Me though. No, Connect Me's a huge loss. He's our leading goal scorer. So, but uh, hopefully he's only out for a week or two. We're hoping for the best. But it was a pretty nasty hit. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was a, it was it was it was pretty nasty. It wasn't. A lot of people were saying like, oh, it was a dirty hit. I personally don't think it was a dirty hit. I think it was Justin Braun's fault. Justin Braun sent him what's called a bunny pass. Do you guys know what that is? Or what is it leading way? somebody into a hit? It's it's basically called a suicide pass where you pass the puck like behind the guy and the guy like you pass it in his feet basically, which once the puck's in then the general vicinity, it's like fucking game on. So Connecting got a bad pass and all of a sudden he was lined up and just got fucking reamed. Um and then, yeah, he sucks because Connecting even scored the first goal of the game. And then, uh, but um, the last, like, so it was pretty back and forth. Ottawa was, you know, it was dirty. Ottawa's not playing for anything. They're playing for a lottery pick. They're a terrible Ottawa. team. But they were, you know, obviously, they're one guy on the team, Matt Kachuk, who's known to be, like, a bit of a, bit of a, Spark plug the guy who the guy who likes to stir it up a little bit. He's kind of got Konechny's, um ratness per se. Like he likes to get in there and kind of be a dick. Um, so the entire game, Scott Lawton and he's kind could, of a dick. Yeah. Well, he likes to you know do the do the, be a little dirty. You know, get a, get under people's skin. He likes to be dirty. Yes. Uh, they're picking your nose with a pencil. It's a pen. Oh, sorry. That's even better. Ink. But, uh... <laughs> I just put you on blast in front of the whole audience, Jim. I'm but, picking my nose. I'm trying to bug Eric. I'm just scratching it. I swear. My brain is huge. <laughs> no. Scratch my brain. It's um, huge. Scott Lawton, he... Uh, the entire game, him and Kachuk were pretty much going at it. Actually, Scott Lawton had a pretty big hit as well <clears throat> at center ice. And then... After Ottawa tied it up three to three, Walton's coming down the wing and he gets a he gets a puck right to him, scores the game winner, skates by the bench. Basically, if you read his lips, he says, Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, basically, and he goes like he's like, You guys like you basically trash talk. There was a lot of fucks thrown in there. And apparently Kachuk didn't like that because in the I last three. In the well there was more. I just, you know, wanted to censor it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but, but, he said uh, three fucks. So. Yeah, uh, sensory. Yeah. We're past our rating here. But uh, <laughs> after that, Kachuk must have been pretty pissed off that he basically trashed the team, the team bench, and was was trying to at least be a good teammate. Because at the end of the game, Kachuk came by, gave a lot in a pretty nasty cross check, and then jumped on him, and basically just just jumped him, and he was only fined like twenty five hundred dollars. 
which is nothing. So he didn't get suspended or anything. But it was a pretty dirty play, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm all for, like, Kachuk's the type of guy that a Flyers fan would love. He's kind of nasty. He knows how to score goals. He's Sounds like an insult. What a Kachuk. <laughs> his, da- to Fox, his dad's a Hall of Famer. Good for him. Thanks. He's not a Hall of Famer. Not yet. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Scott uh, Scott Lawn and him had some beef. So the next the next game's like my dad's bigger. The next than game's dad, gonna be dude. nasty. But the best thing here is we got two points. We got another win. We got back in the win column. Sadly though, it was announced today that T. I mean, it was announced yesterday. TK's not playing for a little bit. He's not traveling with the team because of his concussion. Um, they did say that he was a little more upbeat. You know, he was joking around with the guys, so that's good. He doesn't have to be in, like, a dark room or anything. So it's not as bad as it could have been. But it's still a big loss. So hopefully, you know, other guys can fill in. And speedy recovery to him. And then another guy who we apparently lost, who left the game, but we're also, I didn't know it was that bad, was Phil Myers has back spasms. He's not playing tomorrow either now. So we're down two of our main guys against Colorado, who's seven two and two in their last it's time. Time for our big boys to step the fuck up. Oh yeah, no, and Colorado that game tomorrow night's gonna be like a playoff game because Colorado's filthy this year. Claudie's got to be fucking wrecking this week. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna score six goals, but um, yeah. So that was a it was a pretty that was an enter, it was an entertaining game. That was a Saturday afternoon game. People were uh, bodies were flying. There was a lot of trash talk and. For some weird reason, every single year when we play Ottawa, they're always, like, the nastiest, dirtiest games. I think back to, like, in 2004, which is funny because my dad went to the game and didn't take me. I'll always remember this. And he uh, and he also recorded the game on VHS when I was younger, so I had the VHS of the game recording. Remember when, like, you used to record TV shows in your VCR? Yeah, and then you went to the game and then uh, saw if you were on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't because I didn't go to the game. But I had I had the VHS, and there was 15 fights in this Flyers game against Ottawa. It was just a brawl game. Like, the goalies fought and shit. Like, it was awesome. What? But Ottawa, every single year, apparently, they're always just dirty, so... It's going to be they a nasty... Dirty. Yeah, it's going to be a nasty game when we play them. <laughs> they wretched. They so dirty. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like them dirty. <laughs> is it dirty? <laughs> um, you, but yeah, so. Is that you gonna wash that lettuce? You remind me of the penalty raid. So we got. Um, I guess you're gonna miss the panty raid. <laughs> so uh, we got two points. We play Colorado tomorrow night, 9.30 in Colorado. And. Hopefully we can get in there two points. You know? Two points. So overtime? No. Overtime? I mean it's shoot a point. It's a shoot point. Out? No, no, not shootout. Especially against Colorado. They have two they've way too much in the shootout. They have a ton of great one on one players. But uh some observations about the Flyers that I've noticed over the past week. Firstly, they wear uniforms. Ghost is back. Ghost has been playing like Ghost again. The ghost of Spear. But we're going to get into some news about Ghost. They're but trading him. We'll get into it. <laughs> um, 
What else? JVR, JVR can't fucking buy a goal at this moment, and it seems like he's in AV's doghouse because he, like, I thought that when TK went down, uh, JVR was going to come in and maybe they were going to slide him up in the in the lineup and, you know, he would probably be get a chance to score goals. Well, your guy Pitlick is now on the line with Drew and Frost. He's a fucking man, that's Yeah, why. no, he's a fucking unit. But, uh... Van Riemsdyk's got to step his shit up. No, I want Van Riemsdyk. I, I love Van Riemsdyk. Um, but... So where's, like, where's he from? Is he from Riemsdyk? Shut up, Jim. <laughs> the van he's from. Why are you getting rid of this part? I'm not. Stop I'm it. just trying to talk about the Flyers. I'm talking about one of them. No, you're talking about some fictional town, Van Riemsdyk. Or no, well, Riemsdyk. Van, van usually means fun, which is from in Germanic languages. So he's from Riemsdyk. Okay. <laughs> Where's Riemsdyk? I, I'm in uh, Switzerland. I don't... <laughs> I'm looking it up. <laughs> um, all right. So, there was a rumor the other day that Ghost first was being in talks to be traded to the Montreal Canadiens. That was later revealed to, I guess, be a rumor. Cause, but then another one came up maybe yesterday that was the Flyers and the Golden Knights were talking about a trade sending Goss's beer to Vegas, I guess, in exchange for... A top six player, so who would be like? I, they, I guess the Flyers want someone offensively because we could use probably a little more scoring help. So, but uh, I don't know if I want to trade Goss's beer. I don't know if you, yeah, his trade value went up a little bit, but if he's starting to, if he's starting to play like his uh, past self, that's a good, that's good for us. And I, I, I know what'll happen is we'll trade Van. Or, did I say Van Riemsdyk? We'll trade Goss's beer. And what's going to happen is he'll fucking become a superstar again, and then everyone will be like, why'd you trade Goss's beer? With the same people who are like, Goss's beer is dead to me. So. And that's how Philadelphia works. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's been a... The Flyers pretty much for the past four or so weeks have been super positive on the uprise. You know, been winning... Getting points in majority of the games. That Arizona loss was our first regulation loss in like I think like fifteen games or something. There's a large population of Van Riemsdyks in the United States. Thank you. But it originated from the Netherlands. Thank you. Where's he from? He's from New Jersey. Shit. <laughs> 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 I played at the ice rink that he used to play at. Because they have his jersey hung up in there. Cool. He's from Tom's River, Jim. <laughs> well, I want to know where his family came from. Tom's River. <laughs> Good for you. All right. What's going on? All right. We're going to go around the league a little bit. Tell us about it. All right. So, crazy story dropped today, which seems to be a fallout from our past two-week segment of the whole coaching, you know, debacle in the NHL where a lot of players are coming out, but uh, Dallas Stars have fired their coach Jim Montgomery, which 
has there been like in the MLB or so has there ever just been like a coaching fire which has just been out of the blue like there wasn't any like the team wasn't on a downhill spiral it was just like the coach was just fired Joe Girardi <laughs> but was it kind of like known that he was gonna get fired was it like were people kind of just like no I mean the Yankees were in the postseason that year but they lost in the playoffs right yeah I mean I, I guess all right well why, no this was they... this is in December of the season. Their team is 6-2-2 two two in the past 10 games. They're five points out of first in the entire conference. <clears throat> and they fired their coach because apparently the Dallas Stars uh, tweeted out like a press release, and it said, I have it right here. It said that he was fired for... Um, this decision was made due to unprofessional... Fuck. The Wall Street Journal gave me an advertisement. Do you want to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal? All right, cool. Um, this decision was made due to unprofessional conduct inconsistent with the core values and beliefs of the Dallas Stars and the National Hockey League. The Dallas Stars expect all of our employees to act with integrity and exhibit professional behavior while working and and for working for and representing our organization. Jesus Christ, that took a while to read. That was that was a rough one. Um, so this is like a lot of people are really surprised by this because I mean the stars are the stars started off really slow, but the stars were like some people's picks to win the Stanley Cup this year. Like, they're a really deep team, and this is only his second season. He went to the Western... Or Did he go to the... No, he went to the Western Conference Semis, Game 7. They were one win away from the Conference Finals. Like, I don't... He must have... So something behind closed doors happened, and no one i mean it hasn't been released what's happened yet i'm sure in the next couple of days there'll be a little bit more of a leak in terms of like you know what's gone down what what led to this firing but i mean if you're a stars fan you're kind of sitting there and you're just like holy shit like what the fuck because they were like oh dude we're like now we're playing well we're winning games we're putting together a nice little streak and now your coach is fired like yeah, he must have fucked up. He probably pissed while sitting. <coughs> What's wrong with that? You never do that? No. Sometimes my legs hurt, and I just fucking, like, it's nice. You just sit down, play on your phone, kind of shoot some piss out. Never. Wow. All right. Try it. It's great. No, I'm not going to. It's better for your prostate. Okay. Yeah, when the water kind of goes I, up. I guess I should really know the room when I say something like that. Sorry about that, gentlemen. Yeah, though you offended me because I fucking pee one sometimes when I sit down, you know. But I don't think he was peeing when he sat down. Anyway, I'm sure. All right, so I was reading a little bit more, doing a little bit more research, and um, the NHL had a meeting last night. Gary Bettman was there, the commissioner, and they were do it. They had a meeting involving like <coughs> involving. Um, like a like a way for anonymous like players to anonymous anon anonymously that's the word anonymously like send the commissioner like you know a coach is doing this a coach is doing that like things in the locker room which might be questionable for them to like 
bring it to light and like the NHL is trying to be better in terms of like removing some of the more toxic things out because like there's one thing for hard coach we we talked about it last week hard coaches is one thing and then being an absolute asshole and abusing your players is another thing so I'm starting to think that Jim Montgomery maybe did something where like he probably said something or did something wrong and Dallas found out about it and they were just like get out of here probably saving their own ass because they don't want they don't want it to come out that they were employing someone and they knew about it so it's just it was just a crazy like i read that and i was like shit dude i thought dallas was doing like great like i figured if he was gonna get fired he would have got fired earlier in the season when they started off like oh and 11 or something now they're five points out of first yeah that's that's gonna be weird for your team yeah so i mean it's probably really jarring for them and he's been known as a coach who like he called out their main their three main stars last year and said like those assholes need to play better he didn't say that he said like these guys need to play better they're making a lot of fucking money and they need to actually like put some effort in and then they ended up going to the game seven of the semifinals so it worked <laughs> he kind of did it again this year and it, they got better again so he was known to like hold his players accountable and you know but he must have said something or did something, and I'm curious. I'm sure next week we'll have a little bit more light on it, and I can probably go more into it, but I just that was the big story of the day. And then the other like main thing going around the NHL right now is New Jersey superstar Taylor Hall is supposedly Jersey's listening to trade offers now, and they're you know they're kind of listening in and seeing what they can get because it sounds like taylor hall doesn't want to be back in jersey jersey's been pretty much a fucking mess this year and he's a free agent at the end of the season and he wants to go somewhere else uh obviously the flyers are in division with jersey so i doubt they would trade for him or jersey would send him here taylor hall would be absolutely fucking filthy on the flyers he would be a him, him, Drew, and whoever on the line, or that he would—he's a forty-goal, he won MVP two years ago. Uh, He's—he would be great. But uh, I heard, I saw Arizona. I think was uh was talking to New Jersey. Um, he was still in the. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> he was still in the jersey. I know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I think the Islanders might be doing that. Or they're, they're gearing up for Taylor Hall. There's <clears throat> My throat is fucking killing me now. But, uh, yeah, no, it's um, – I would love Taylor Hall to be a flyer. It's just unrealistic. I think I could see him going to, like – a lot of people are saying he might go back to Edmonton. Edmonton might make an offer for him because the originally Edmonton drafted him. He was there. He got traded to Jersey, but that was in a different coaching regimen, different general manager. So him to go back, him if he went back to Edmonton, Edmonton would become fucking like they're already really good, but they're kind of like a two star. They're like an NBA team in terms of like they're built around two stars. They get Taylor Hall. They're a deeper team. So it'll be interesting to see how long. He gets how long till he gets traded? If he gets traded in the next month, if it takes up to the deadline, if he ends up staying with Jersey, I doubt it. I think he's gone by the deadline. I think he goes to a team that's trying to contend. So that's about it. There's nothing else really going on in the league. In my <laughs> research, I have traced the Van Riemsdyk name to somewhere in the Netherlands. 
still gotta. I, I gotta. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna find it. Thank you for your research. You're a brave man. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for going into a long deep dive of the Van Riemsdyk's origin. I was interested. I wanted to find where Riemsdyk was. It's in the Netherlands. Somewhere. All right. Um, let me think. Is there anything else that I have that's been going on in the league? Um, I think next week what I'm going to do, because it's... Chlamydia. I'm sure that's somewhere in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I'm going to do next week, because I didn't prepare it this week, I'm going to take a look at where the league is now in terms of, like, it's it'll be close to the end of 2019 so it'll be a little it'll be pretty much near the halfway point of the season i mean i'll do it again towards the all-star break because that's kind of pretty much the half of uh first half of the season's conclusion but um i'm gonna look at the statistics next week i'm gonna look at the standings i'm gonna see who's the surprise you know just take a look around the league and see like just where everybody is at the moment, who I think is going to change, who I think is going to slide down, and I'm going to go a little bit more into the league next week, like just how each team's doing. Maybe give a little like rundown of every team, you know. That sounds lovely. Okay, thanks for confirming. That was a, that was a question as well as a. I like it. All right, that's all I got because you're getting real sensual on me, and I don't. I can get funny things are happening in my pants. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um. All right, Jim. Do your shtick about all right, where everyone um, can find us. Make sure that you uh, give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcasting network. We are available on most podcasting networks, so give us a follow. Tell people about us. Uh, you can follow us at Twitter, at Big Stick Energy, or at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. Uh, you can follow me personally at Jimmy Coleman on Twitter. Um, our podcast email. Hey, fucker. You can follow me at <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> hey, fucker. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you can follow me at Eric underscore Rayer 11. And you can follow Joey on yeah. Tinder at Joey Neary. <laughs> yeah, me on Tinder. Uh, looking for hot singles. I hope your girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast. She doesn't. She doesn't. I'm just kidding. Um, big, <laughs> you can you can email us at uh, bigstickpod at gmail.com. Uh, any questions or ideas you might have for the podcast. Also, a little, we can converse a little bit. Uh, get you some shout-outs. Uh, follow us on Patreon, Big Stick Energy Podcast. Um, we're all around, so tell people about us um, if you enjoyed the show. Rate us and review first. Ten people to give us a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts will get a shout-out from me personally. Joe, what's so fucking funny? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Um, Our Patreon has been promised to be a thing for nine episodes. I'm waiting until we get a following to really start talking about it. You made the fucking podcast notes money to, pay, to, to read. That was going to be a free thing. Wait, I did? 
Yeah, you made it like cost like a dollar to. Oh shit! I didn't three, realize it was that. Like three dollars to read a fucking. Oh really? Read I, one I, fucking. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'll go back and change that. Um, I didn't. I, I've, I didn't mean to charge people for that. Oh well, shit! No one's going on it, so. Oh well, because they probably saw that it would cost money, and they were like, "Oh, go fuck these guys." Um. Yeah. So they're paying to. I to pay to read. Yeah. That's the worst fucking thing. And I've it's ever not read. even that good to read. It's just what we talk about on the show. And now. it's all discombobulated. No one knows what the fuck you're we're saying anyway yeah and we've only done one of them so <laughs> um but make sure you give us a follow uh tell people's people about us uh and first uh, 10 reviews on the uh, apple podcast gets personal shout outs from yours truly um other than that i got nothing um hopefully you know, we can get two two more points tomorrow. Colorado's a tough team. So I hope that they go in. And I'm talking as if I'm a part of the team. I'll be on my couch, you know, p- playing couch coach. But, uh, yeah, we need to – tomorrow's going to be a good test because that's their – I think Colorado has a good shot to win the cup this year. So if we can stick with them, and that'll be that'll be a good test, you know. Um, you know. Eagles need to win again this week so I can continue my trend up of getting a free jersey from Jim. Uh, going back to the thing you hate the most, holidays, I had a conversation with my holidays. girlfriend. What is your problem with the holidays? I think we're – Don't wait, wait. Holidays. But holiday oh, spirit, we're, le- we're leaning upwards. I think I'm getting a TK jersey for Christmas. I think it's pretty much so. We're, we're, we're going good. Uh, oh, shit. Hold up. Breaking news. <laughs> what? Breaking go, news. Go. I'm clicking on it. Hold on. It's probably like, you've been hacked. It's probably just going to be a shot of a dick. Oh. <laughs> was it a fake? It was story? like, it was like, the, con- the uh, fucking title of it was Correa on the Move. Carlos Correa from the uh, Astros. Um, could be, Astros could shop Carlos Correa. Oh, so it was clickbait. He's on the trading block. So it was clickbait. Yeah, basically. All right, whatever. Oh, hold on. Before we go, did you see this? What? Jim Salisbury. 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 um, Tweeted that he heard that Gregorius chose the Phillies over the Giants and Brewers. Playing for Girardi again was a big factor in decision. Uh, But, yeah. Cool. So he chose us over. People like Philly. Again, I mean, I think Girardi had a big say in that. Yeah, now that you have, true, see, getting a coach like that does help pull <laughs> players in. I mean, granted, because you know you're going to get people who want to come play for someone they played for before. You're going to get someone they know is legitimate because not a lot of people want to take a shot on someone like Gabe Kapler because they don't know what they're getting in terms of. A By coach. the way, Giants fans are fucking livid about it already. Still, they're like looking at shit that he's done. (laughs) (laughs) Are they looking at that video of him fucking playing basketball? What was the one? It was him playing basketball, right? I don't know, but anyway. Oh no, it was him. It was him uh, doing push-ups in the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Gabe. Gabe Kapler, beefcake. Everyone, we're gonna send you out on a. I know. <laughs> this is gonna totally clash with our outro music. That should All be right. our new outro music. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll uh, talk at you guys next week. Yep. Uh, hopefully, ho- some moves go on. And, yeah, and hopefully, this whole Jim Montgomery firing situation, I have more news on because pretty crazy story in Dallas right now. And uh, the a lot of people are saying uh, Dallas fired the wrong coach. <laughs> Cowboys. Okay, uh, I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you later, everyone. You're gonna see. You? <clears throat> talk at you guys next week. Later again. Goodbye. Have a great time. Happy Halloween.